With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Pick and Roll, your NBA betting show here on the Board YouTube channel, which is the NBA content division, of course, of the Hammer betting network and we're excited to bring you two picks for today's show two picks involved and we've had lines that are moving quickly so we want to get them to you right away but before we start we want to remind you guys to smash that like button the support has been unbelievable on the channel in the last few weeks the the last week or so we've had an amazing run 13 and 2 on the free picks here so we're excited to bring you some more let's hope we can do it today with these two bets but we need you to support and smash that like button all right Let's go to the first play. This one has been moving up and down all day, so we want to get this one in. Let's just confirm the prices are available. First one is good. Second one is also good. Okay, here we go. First play, Mavericks, Wizards, Luka Doncic, and Kyle Kuzma we have on this minus 120 SGP at FanDuel. Doncic, 25-plus points. Kuzma, 20-plus points. Again, minus 120 odds at FanDuel. Second play, Knicks at Hawks. Moving quickly because these are both moving. SGP minus 120 at BetMGM. Also DK in your area, but MGM for sure. Randall, three-legged, same game parlay. 18-plus points, over 7.5 rebounds, over 2.5 assists. Again, minus 120 odds over there. So, two plays involved. I'll run them up on the screen as well after this because we went a little bit quickly there. But Pips, uh, talk to us about this Doncic and Kuzma play. Why do you like both these players on the over? Um, I mean, this is like one of the highest total games we see if we saw so far this season. It's at uh, 246 points. Neither of these teams are playing defense, and good spot to take Luca this line because. Single coverage against Luca and drop coverage, he should like easily go over this line. I will actually go straight for Luca points, but he had some tr- struggles in back-to-back games. So I'm running this same game parlay on, on a bit lower lines. And Kuzma, I I I, I think you can say a, a lot about Kuzma. Looking at the last game, scoring 34 points against much much better defense of Toronto Raptors so so far this season he's just smashing these lines like he played 10 games 21 or more points in eight games game before Raptors he had 15 points but struggled with shooting shot four from from 16 huge regression against the Raptors so I just think like easy matchup against the, the Dallas Mavericks everything like high usage winning scored a ton of points against them. And yeah, just like playing Kyrie and Luca together and defense won't be great and pace will be very, very high. Jordan Poole is somehow terrible, like not doing <laughs> anything, like not even scoring on like low efficiency. He doesn't do anything. So Kuzma like green light on offense, like 
easily shooting almost 20 like against the Raptors he shot 25 times in a game so I I just think like he did not see that, a shot he didn't like yeah uh, that kind of volume like 20 plus at uh, this very fast pace very like yeah I just think this is like a smash path for both of these guys and the volume will be just too high against poor defense to not cover this Absolutely. All right. We'll go to the second play here. This is the one that we got in at BetMGM. It involves Julius Randle. So we had our big SGP on Monday, which also had all three of these lines. Again, we had the over on Randle points, assists, and rebounds. We also had the other side of the side. Today, you're going back to Julius Randle, but only involving him in this same game parlay. Uh, talk to us about why you like Randle once again to go over on all these lines. So I watched that game because I'm like, a fan of Hawk, Hawk, so I, I, I watched that game and I remember that uh, Mitchell Robinson was battling heavily uh, uh, against the boxing out Capella. So Julius Randle had easy rebounds. He had 12 rebounds in, in that game. And I just think this is like the, the perfect matchup for, for him to get rebounds. The John Temare and Trey Young will shoot a ton of mid range, pull Mitchell Robinson a bit out to contest. Or he is even contesting the mid-range or boxing out Capella, so Randall will get the rebounds. In that game, Julius Randall had nine assists. Hawks are a bit overreacting on his post-ups, so he had a lot of kickouts and easy transition. Like he will get the rebound and run transition against the Hawks who struggled to defend transition. So he should have like a couple of easy assists in there. Uh, so far this season, he's crushing this assist line, so I just think. That, that will continue. He had five uh, assists in the last three straight games, nine against the Hawks. Uh, always, like, he's always performing great against the Hawks, a bit motivation uh, playing against them before um, because of the last couple of seasons in the playoffs. So this is just a great spot. And also he scored 23 or more points in four straight games. Like, regression is happening. First game of the so. In the game against the Hawks, he scored 17 points, and that was second game of the season when he was still being terrible on offense. And he much improved now, looking much better in conditioning wise. And yeah, I just think like this is a great spot for all around, really great game uh, for Julius Randle, and every every segment of this bet makes total sense. Yes, uh, let's go. To, well, first of all, there's a comment I want to answer here. There's been some questions about a new sports book called ESPN Bet. Um, not sh- I don't okay. I don't have access to ESPN Bet in my area. However, I can confirm that ESPN Bet alt lines until they took them away, which I didn't know, were very much beatable, very poorly priced. So if ESPN Bet does return. The sorts of plays, the sort of plays that we make on that pitch mix and this shows these same game parlays, alternate lines. There are definitely areas of weakness on ESPN bets board over there. And the fact that they shut it down so quickly would indicate that, yes, there were some errors there. So when it, if it does come back up, that is something that I think you guys should definitely explore. Uh, let's go to the recap of yesterday's bets. There was a big discussion before we went live here about the the play that did lose, it was LaMelo Ball, unfortunately, that did kill us here. Uh, yeah, it looked like it could win, despite the fact that Hayward was out and Miller was out. So we had 
like your handicap yesterday, Pips, was that he's going to shoot a ton. He's just not going to be efficient. Well, he was very inefficient, except he shot so much more because no Hayward, no Miller here. Yet it took him two late free throws to go over this. He had 28 points. Uh, Bam Adebayo covered, so that was the only loss. Jokic was fine, and B was fine. But yeah, talk to us about LaMelo Ball's performance against the Heat. I mean, like he had 24 with a minute left. So I expected, okay, like we, we could win this. And then he stored a layup. And then he, what, fouled, made both free throws and we lost. Like nothing to do there. Like, so my thought process in that spot was like, okay, Hayward and Miller out. This will be a blowout. Lamella won't play like last five minutes of the game. And if that actually happened, we will win like easily. And, and but like Hayward and Miller out, and then it's a like one possession game late into the game. I fucking hate Miami Heat for for that shit. Like they <laughs> also a couple of days ago we had PJ uh, points and Lamelo assists. This time they work like a charm. Like I didn't think PJ missed any shots out of. Uh, a mellow ball assist like the day that there was like when the game started like one minute stretch where pj scored three straight threes on all three lamello ball assists which was crazy considering he was zero from five when we needed one so yeah like, like variance hit us hard in this one twice yeah that was oh could have been another sweep day. Uh, we, you look, we're, we sound disappointed here. It was a winning day after all. Jokic does cover. Uh, we talk. I mean, Jokic, you were messaging me at halftime that he just he wasn't even playing well, but just comfortably hit these lines, no problem. Clippers continue to sink. Uh, why don't you go through Jokic's performance and why, even though he didn't play so well, he was able to easily cover. I mean, Clippers are doing all kinds of shit, like trying to leave him one-on-one against Zubats. He kind of looked good because Jokic just missed a couple of easy shots. Then they went small. Jokic destroyed them on both sides of the court, especially on offense. He just hit every right pass and every fancy rebound and layup, trees. Like, like he did it. Like, he was just easily jogging on the court and... Like making winning plays all the time and covered so easily all the lines at the end, so it's crazy. Like great game, but most people bet triple double. We went with this same game parlay and we won, and he had nine assists in that game. So once again, SUP is looking great. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, second straight day where the using these alt lines was better than going with a straight bet somewhere else. As the same for the Scotty Barnes one the other day. Final one to recap is Joel Embiid over 32 and a half, ends on 39, had 31 near the end of the third quarter. I thought we'd have a third quarter cash, but it was a close game. I talked about how the Pacers, even though they won, they love these high scoring games, 158 points in this one. What about Embiid's matchup here? Same thing as in the first game. I I I I honestly take take a couple of seconds to talk about Tyrese Halliburton. Like oh, so this, fun. yeah, like this is like uh, like fifty eight. So throughout the two games against the seventy sixers, fifty eight points, 
10 threes, 32 assists, and zero turnovers. Like, <laughs> that's absurd. And, and absurd. And he won. Yeah. And they won. Against like a team that like only won, they've only lost to uh, the Celtics this season. And it was like oh, the Bucks. first Sorry, the Bucks. quarter, first quarter, Miles Turner in foul trouble, Jalen Smith in foul tro- trouble, Jackson in foul trouble. Like, all had two, two, and three fouls. So he was playing basically without big against Embiid and still ended up winning. So his pull up threes, like from 30 plus feet are just crazy, especially with his shooting form and it's going in every single time. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Um, however heavy he's been one he's all NBA level right now. He's definitely going to be an all-star again at this rate. I don't think the, the record didn't matter last year. Although the Pacers have looked good this year as well. As, just as, his, fanta- as his fantasy owner, I'm like very, very I, nice. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to reiterate my stance once again just because we're talking about Halliburton, that the Kings-Pacers trade was not a win-win. Stop calling it a win-win. Evidently, obviously, the Pacers won that trade. Look, I get it. The Kings had fun last year. They were third seed and all. Uh, but no, this this guy is way too good to say that this is a win-win trade. It's like the Luka and Trey Young trade. That is not a like. There is a clear gulf in class between those two players, and I think this one fits into that as well. Uh, that could certainly yeah. be a hot take, though. Uh, let's talk about the man on the thumbnail. We'll talk about it quickly. You and me texted about it yesterday, but Zach Levine is available for trade. We talked about it. I want to hear who you think is the best destination for him fit wise from the team's perspective and for Zach Levine to do well. So we talk about it. And I said, like, I, I would love you know, magic or on the magic. I, I mean, like the fit wise, they have struggles because they don't have a shooting. Like, they have good backcourt, like Fultz, Sucks, and the, uh, Cole Anthony. But they are all non-shooters. And they need some shooting around. And they need some, like, yeah. Zach Lavigne there will be, like, uh, amazing next to Paolo Bancaro and Franz Wagner. They they do have some assets to, to, to give them. They have some young players to give them. So... Makes sense. And the second one will be Thunders, OKC. Just because they have so many assets that they can easily get uh, Lavin, And they have so many assets that they won't use in the future. So it will be amazing to see SGA, Lavin, Dort, Jalen Williams, and Chet. That will be just amazing team. And like in two, one or two seasons, they will be contenders for sure. And they still have some assets to just throw around. OKC have the defense to hide Levine's deficiencies. Orlando, as much as they have guards, it'll actually help the guards having a floor spacer beside them. And I think it will make Cole Anthony's life a lot easier and Jalen Suggs' life a lot easier. I really like both of those fits. One other team that has been discussed is the 76ers. They obviously had the picks from the Clippers trade. They don't see uh, the the early report indication that the Sixers aren't too interested in Zach Levine. What do you think of that fit there? I don't know. Like I, I like how Sixers are doing currently. Yeah. I, like I don't want to ruin any Maxi. Uh, I, I don't want to take <laughs> away the ball from Tyrese Maxi and give it yeah. to Zach Levine. And also defense with Maxi and Levine, and I don't know who will be the fourth guy. Won't be that good. I mean, like, it worked with James Harden to some 
degree. Zach Lavin is worse player than James Harden. So so far they are looking great. Harris in an improved like a bit higher low role. They lost Uber. That could be the trigger, but I I, I hope they don't go for Zach Lavin. Levine doesn't scream a Nick Nurse player for me. It's like when yeah. guys are linked to the Knicks who are good. And like, do you actually think Tom Thibodeau wants this guy? Like, does yeah. Nick Nurse really want Zach Levine as a as one of his as a defensive piece on his team? Uh, probably not. And, and you're right; it takes a lot away from Tyrese Maxey. And they, they like their depth right now. That trade has uh, really, really worked out for them and again opportunity to improve maybe not necessarily with this one being that opportunity all right that's enough for today let's give you the recap of today's bets two picks for you guys today once again want to remind you guys to smash that like button we've had amazing support on the channel it's been a 13 and 2 run so if you've been cashing along with these picks smash that like button if you're listening in audio form take a second to rate and review five stars and to keep up to date with all of our content remember to subscribe to the channel all right here is the first play today it's in the mavericks wizards game we're going with Doncic 25 plus points kuzma 20 plus points minus 120 odds at FanDuel. second play was Knicks and hawks game bit of a rivalry brewing and we have julius randall 18 plus points over seven and a half rebounds over two and a half assists minus 120 odds at bet mgm so these sort of sgp lines sometimes are better than the pra line so stick to these sort of bets remember guys to smash that like button before you go and me and piz we'll be back tomorrow 11 38 eastern time for more from pick and roll and we'll also have myself and kirk evans on the channel tomorrow so make sure you do not miss out 